0: And welcome to the Ghosts and Me podcast. My name is David Babcock. I am the UK's and the known to be the world's best paranormal investigator. Yes, I am. Joining me on the show this week is a very funny comedy writer and a co-host of the Russell Brand Radio X Radio Show. His name is... Welcome to the show, and his name is uh, Matt Morgan. Hello, Matt, uh, Matt Morgan. Uh, how are you?
1: Uh, I'm very well, thank you. Uh, the kids are in bed, and all is quiet.
0: You, the children, and so you, you, you uh, have uh, pro- procreated?
1: I've, yeah, I've done it two times successfully uh. to complete fruition.
0: Right. And uh, a happy, happy life?
1: Yeah. Right. I mean, how do you define happiness?
0: Smiling on your face uh, occasionally.
1: It happens sometimes.
0: Yeah.
1: It's certainly better than it was before I had a wife and children. So I think, you know, it's all relative, isn't it? But it's good. You should try it. Have you got children? No.
0: No. <laughs> and uh, that would require intercourse. And... Uh, uh,
1: no, is uh, that the is that the stumbling block?
0: Y- y- you could say that. Um, women uh, avoid my be- uh, bed sheets uh, like the plague.
1: Well, I mean, are you dating? No. Have you dated? Uh, no. You've have you had uh, sex? Yeah. No. Oh, David, I'm sorry. Have you masturbated a lot.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a personal question. Um so <laughs> um you yeah, you uh, work in uh, T V and uh radio for for those who don't know, you just dis- describe yourself?
1: Yes, that's what I do, yeah. yeah. I'm a writer mainly, but I also do a radio show and with uh, Russell Brand. I so I don't know, are you aware of him? Um yes, I've I've
0: heard of R- Russell Brand. He's um he's big on the telly.
1: He's larger than life in real life.
0: Yeah. What does he, uh, he smell like?
1: Um, well, there's a, quite a large portion of the, of the um, population who presume that he smells bad. Because yeah. whenever you see a Daily Mail article, a lot of the comments say he looks like he needs a good wash or he looks like he smells. But he doesn't smell bad at all. He's very clean. He doesn't smell of aftershave. He hasn't gone too far the other way. He doesn't smell of products. He's just smells of nothing. But, you know, the absence of a bad smell, I think, is a positive.
0: Is it a bit, a bit creepy that he um, doesn't have actually in the room? I
1: don't know. It could be a bit creepy. But then corpses, who I'd say were the most creepiest type of person you could be, apparently they stink.
0: Right, so he's, he's not dead?
1: No, he's very much alive. Yeah. Um, oh, no, actually, God, I'm forgetting his farts, which are... Unbelievable sometimes. He's a tutor. Oh, I mean, he does it live on air sometimes. He's not ashamed of it, but I don't know. There's some, I don't know if it's vegetarianism or I don't know what it is, but there is something. I've only smelled that sort of smell from like dogs. I went through it around, a, I had a one night stand with a girl whose dog wasn't well, and uh, it took me a long time to get used to the smell. But by, by not, That's what not. She told me. She by, didn't have a dog.
0: Oh dear! You think that uh, with every thrust uh, out came an explosion?
1: Possibly, yeah. And I was really going for it, so I was just—I oh. was my own worst enemy in that situation. But
0: uh.
1: I don't know. Can what do we, you smell like? Or I suppose you don't know, do you? I mean, the
0: very hot steel. yo so I was, I probably smell uh, like uh, not very nice at the moment.
1: Okay. Well. It's a good medium for you then, Brady.
0: Medium, medium, medium. I saw a video on the the Facebook of you and uh, Noel Gallagher. Yeah. What's that about?
1: Um, Well, to promote his new album, he's doing a load of stuff, but one of the things he did was to ask me to interview him in a sort of head-to-head way with sunglasses on. I wrote the questions and then just hit him with the questions. I think it lasted about half an hour, and it's been cut down to about nine minutes. Little bits of it are leaking out now, a bit like that girl I had one night stand with. And uh, so you've seen that, have you? Yeah, well,
0: I watched it um, on on Facebook. Very good, I thought.
1: Yeah, it was all right now. It's going to come out soon, I think, on Vivo. I don't know what Vivo is. I doubt you've heard of it.
0: Sounds like a drink.
1: Yeah, and not a very nice one. Yeah. Sounds like one of those brightly coloured drinks.
0: Vimto. I'm thinking of Vimto.
1: Oh, you're thinking of Yeah, what was that? It was like...
0: Mm. a but more evil. Yeah. Well, uh, does he occasionally uh, sit down and sing uh, his, his hits to you? Um, yeah, I've done. Was he clo-
1: um, closed at the time? Sorry. Was
0: it was it mm, was he closed at the, uh, closed at the time?
1: Oh, he was closed. Yeah, I thought he said, was he closed at the time. I didn't know what you meant by when he was open. No, but no, no. He was. uh He was fully closed. It's a bit awkward though because he played this, me and Russell a song in front of an audience but he was sat right next to us but he was looking right at us because he was concentrating on doing the song and you don't really know where to look when someone's singing an emotional ballad to you.
0: Did he uh, well up?
1: He did look a bit emotional but I think he's not an emotional man when you actually he would never talk about his emotions too much mm. but then in his music it's very emotional so I imagine he's just repressing it all the time.
0: I don't like music, uh, but, but I've heard that he's quite big.
1: Yes, he is. He was quite big in the 90s in a band, and now he's quite big on his own. Uh, physically, he's not very big.
0: Right. Spiritual. Spiritual. Um, it's time to talk. Uh, this podcast is called uh, Ghosts and Me, so it's time to get um, spiritual. Yeah. Uh, uh, have you ever seen a ghost?
1: Well... Had weird experiences, but I've never seen a human ghost.
0: That little dog?
1: No, or dogs. Oh. What I saw was, or rather heard, in the middle of the night. And I lived with my parents. I woke up. This is true. And on the ceiling was an old-fashioned typewriter upside down on my ceiling. I thought, well, I must be still dreaming, but it felt very real. I felt like I was a hundred percent awake. Yeah. But there was an old-fashioned typewriter stuck to my bedroom ceiling. I was looking up at it, laying in bed, thinking. That's, those things are really heavy that's going to fall on me that was yeah. the first thing i thought and then i realized why is that up there and then i heard outside the window a huge sort of stallion horse thing mm-hmm. right snort whinny if that's the right word you know that yeah yeah, yeah that yeah. is that and then i heard like like it ran drums. off along a cobblestone street that wasn't out there. There was none of that out there. Yeah. So I got up out of bed, looked out the window. It was obviously just the normal garden. As I was coming back to bed, I noticed the old typewriter had gone. And that... that, what, does that what does that all mean?
0: Right, uh, right. That's very, very... Right. Okay. You know, multiple, um, multiple facets to that uh, particular memory there, uh, Matt. Um, yeah. So first of all, I was, I'd think it's some kind of uh, g- uh, ghost uh, uh, typewriter. That's a f- first on the list. Yeah. Second of all, I'd say it's some kind of ghost um, horsey running off on the cobbles.
1: And uh, these aren't very good insights. Just, you're just saying what happened again. Well, right. yeah. Uh, um, I, was, I was hoping you might be able to analyse that and say what it means.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, it's ghosts. Ghost. list it. Yeah, it's ghosts.
1: Do you think those were ghosts? But, um,
0: probably, yeah.
1: yeah. So do you think a ghost is a manifestation of something that was going on in my mind, or do you think they're old spirits, or what? what is, what is a ghost?
0: It's, just, uh, it's a spirit, yeah. It hit the nail on the head there. It's a spirit, yeah.
1: Where do they come from? People. So was the horse something to do with me in a past life, or?
0: No, it a got a little ghosty uh, horsey, right?
1: Do he died in a terrible accident?
0: Well, it was Ab, but it was running away from you. Yeah. He was, wasn't he? Yeah, why? Have you ever uh, abused the horse? Not abused. Um, have you ever punched a horse? You
1: know what? I did abuse a horse once. Right. That yeah, terrible. Just Not sexually. Right.
0: There
1: was no sexual element. I was around the front of it. Wow. Well, well. On the back. But But yeah. um, I suppose you could abuse it sexually from the front, couldn't you? Oh, oh, but, oh really? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. You'd need a little step ladder or something. Mind you, you'd need that around the back. Anyway, I'm getting bogged down in that. You My would be, wouldn't you? Was, yeah. I was, I uh, was... <laughs> You, I um, Why was I sleeping outside? I was with some friends about the age of 15. I was 15 as well, that sounds bad. I wasn't with some friends who were 15.
0: The local scout troop, is it?
1: Yes, well, there was nothing like that not uh, in my life. Not. I mean, it, there was when I was 15. There was all sorts of weird men hanging around the scouts. But uh, keep it clean. I'm trying. Um, well, this is disgusting, actually, where this is going. You might want to edit this uh, out, but what happened was, I slept out overnight with my friends by lying to each parent that we were at a different kid's house. There was about four of us. Classic stuff, you know. Middle of summer, so it was warm. We had sleeping bags. We had some food. We were all right. We were sleeping in a place called Ainsford near Farningham in Kent. And um, this isn't a ghost story. This is just how I'd abused a horse, by the way. And um, I needed to go to the toilet without being too graphic, number two.
0: You pulled on a horse...
1: No, worse than that. I pooed on some on the ground, and then I picked it up in bread that we had with us and squashed it between two pieces of bread and was saying to my friends, you know, like, as you do, hijinks, sort of like, oh, look at this. And then um, everyone was going, to, oh, get away from me, get away from me. And then I just sort of threw it over the fence. And then we realized a horse had come over and started to eat that sandwich with poo in it and we tried to shoo it away from it because we you know we sort of thought oh no don't eat that if we were being nice he, he wouldn't be shooed away from it he ate the whole thing i don't think i've ever shared that with anyone else
0: you you fed a horse a a pool sandwich yeah yeah
1: mm. i mean when you say it like that in a sentence mm. it really does sound bad but when you I brought it to life in a sort of story. It was a bit more. But you're right, that is what it is. I mean, if it was a court case, that's what the charge would be.
0: Why did you put it uh, between uh, the slices of bread?
1: Well, I suppose that does look a bit eccentric, you know, in retrospect. But because we had bread, I was wiping my bum with bread. That's all we had. Now, I actually have done that more than once in my life. I did it as a student once, remembering the horse thing. When there's no toilet paper, I'm thinking it's soft, it's disposable, and it will flush bread, right? So that's why I had the bread out. So I'd cleaned my undercarriage and then got two more bits of bread, or maybe the bit of bread. I think the bread falls apart when you use it in that way. And then I scooped, them. but it does sound bad.
0: Uh, it sounds very much like the, the late night confessions of a, a lunatic.
1: It does, doesn't it? Maybe I shouldn't talk to people this late at night and high on chicken nuggets.
0: I, I don't think um, the, the 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 phone line is helping the the quality. It does sound very strange. Does it? Yeah. Is it echoey? It's, it doesn't. It just sounds like something from the 70s that's uh, resurfaced. Oh,
1: fuck.
0: Don't know, I'd have to
1: believe anyway, it. I think that might explain why there was a... Maybe that horse died from that sandwich and then haunted me. And maybe that still does to this day, I don't know.
0: It was maybe returning back to you for maybe uh, a second portion, and uh, you didn't uh, give it to it, so it ran away. Uh,
1: yeah. the typewriter mean, though? Have you
0: ever pulled on a typewriter?
1: No, cassette recorder.
0: Uh, I pray tell. Oh, Actually, go on.
1: Um, this is going to be called
0: uh, pulling and Me, not ghosting and Me. I
1: know, let's just go back to ghosts.
0: Right. Uh, so, have so, you seen the ghost? Do you believe in ghosts?
1: Hmm, good question. Well, I don't want to belittle your work, so I'll lie. No. No? I I don't know. I believe in uh, some energies around that aren't normal. Right. You have done a Ouija board.
0: I've I've done quite a few, yeah.
1: A lot of people I know who've got no reason to lie to me, and they're quite straight people. I don't mean sexual orientation. I mean, Mm. like, Mm. you know, straight down the line type people. Yeah. I've had weird experiences with Ouija boards where they've, uh, where like someone's come through, some friends of mine who are a bit older than me, a name came through and they asked him how he died and he said a motorbike crash. And he told them where he was buried and they went there and there was a grave with his name.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, I mean, who knows?
0: I know. They wouldn't
1: have been winding me up by telling me that because. But um, my auntie once lived in a house that was a converted school, I think it was. Actually, I've got two ghost stories about schools. Yeah. My
0: aunt,
1: she No, actually, the school was somewhere else. She lived in a converted monastery or some sort of, like, nunnery or something. Yeah, right?
0: just, uh, settle in, everybody, and prepare yourself. for the, Right, go on, carry on, Zoe.
1: Okay. Um, and uh, the dog, she saw a ghost walking along a corridor with no feet. Fair. Its feet were lower. And she told the, uh, I don't know, somebody who, like the you? rector or whatever who still lived nearby and was the groundskeeper or something. I'm quite light on details in this. So, come um, on,
0: come on, come on.
1: And he said, oh, that's because they raised the floor in the building in the 1930s or something. It's And all the old floors, like the uh, tiled floors, are all underneath the wooden floors, about four or five inches down. Yeah. So that's why it explained why the ghost had no feet. And then in that house, my mum and dad, my mum believes in stuff like that, my dad completely doesn't, the dog used to go into the corner of the room and put its nose up and its ears would go back as if someone was stroking it. do it around the same time every night. I was told that as a child a number of times, and it stuck with me.
0: Well, do- dogs are very uh, susceptible. I mean, you will, will know it is uh, usually the, the dog that is first to sense um, earthquakes uh, and uh, f- yeah. farts. And so they are very susceptible to uh, things. And if you know, there are ghosts, and the no ifs or buts, um, yeah, uh, they are usually the, f- the first uh, to pick up on things like uh, various paranormal things. So, no, that, yeah, that, that checks out, Matt, that checks out.
1: My other ghost story...
0: Right, come on, keep, bring them to you. Yeah, I tell you, you're creeping to the convert... Preaching to the converted are because these are Right up my alley.
1: I am, I'm right up there now. Listen to this. Oh. My first ever girlfriend's sister...
0: Ah, uh, Emma.
1: That's how lies start, with what sentences like that, but this is true. Emma. Emma. Huh? She, her huh? sister was laying on the couch. She put the kids to bed. They lived in the... Ground floor of a flat yeah. in Swanley in Kent.
0: Yeah.
1: And <clears throat> this, um, she put the kids to bed. And she, she was laying on the sofa and she felt the kids' hands on her face just gently. Mm. And she said, go back to bed, like that. And then she realized, hang on a minute, I locked the baby gate. And she opened her eyes and uh, there was no one there. Yeah. It happened a few times. When she was falling asleep on the sofa, she'd feel kids' hands on her face, feeling her face, and she'd go, and sit up, there was no one there. and So they looked into it. Um, Guess what?
0: The baby gate was broken?
1: No. Eh? The flat block was built on an old blind school. The blind children had... It was like a home for blind children.
0: And they were covering their eyes?
1: Well, they were touching her face. That's what blind children used to do to... know someone ah yes yes. feel their face
0: hello is it me you're looking for
1: Um, that sort of thing but like ah. I was told that by the people who experienced it the woman and she seemed quite scared of it and she wasn't like oh listen to this you know she was a bit creeped out by it so I like those stories they make me have an interesting feeling
0: I've got one for you come on oh, i'm john McEnroe. i'm whacking it over the net back to you
1: <laughs> oh yes come on let's do this volley
0: right volley yeah, um, no
1: what do you call it when they keep it in there rally rally
0: right prepare yourself everybody and strap yourself in your f- chairs right yeah <clears throat> you ready i'm ready Mummy told me never to go in the basement but i wanted to see what was making that noise it kind of sound it? it kind of sounded like a puppy and i wanted to see the puppy so i opened the basement door and tiptoed down a bit i didn't see a puppy and then mummy yanked me out of the basement and yelled at me mummy had never yelled at me before and it made me sad and i cried then mummy told me never to go in the basement again and she gave me a cookie that made me feel better so i didn't ask her why the boy in the basement was making noises like a puppy or why he had no hands or feet?
1: Wow, did that happen to you? Uh,
0: no. no there's some of the so the uh, this one that's been passed, passed around, I thought it was quite scary. It
1: is quite scary. Uh, why, why did she cut his hands and feet off? Uh, why was he making locked in a basement, noises, not going
0: anywhere? Noises like a puppy as well. Why?
1: If you locked someone up in a basement
0: right.
1: and they were sort of you anesthetized their limbs. Could slowly remove their limbs. Uh, They can't see, their head's in like a wooden box or something.
0: Where are you going with
1: this? I don't know actually, I'm gonna Uh, stop. Yeah,
0: probably. I mean, uh, so far you've uh, fed uh, shit to a horse and uh, now you're talking about locking someone in the uh, basement. So I think it's a good time to move on to.
1: Scariest thing what you've ever seen!
0: Ghostwise! So, uh, Matt Morgan. Writer, yeah. come here, uh, funny uh, guy. Um, what's the scariest thing you've ever seen, ghost-wise, apart from the um, typewriter in the arse?
1: Well, that's it, really. Ah. I think I've scoured my mind for ghost stories. Let me right. think. I mean, I've seen some really disturbing things. Go on. But they were all earthly. Okay, you can
0: maybe say one of them um,
1: things. I watched um, two monkeys in a cage in a pub garden torture a bird and pull all its feathers off. It was like they were behind. They were in a cage and there was two layers of fencing and the bird got caught between the two layers of fencing. And the monkeys tortured it, pulled all its feathers out, toyed with it for ages and eventually it died. And we were all, it was just a load of kids sat on the grass of a pub garden while our parents were having a drink and stuff.
0: The, the, the monkeys, why were there monkeys in the cage?
1: Well, if they got out, they would have done that to us.
0: No, I mean, why, why in, in Kent were there monkeys in, in the cage, in the pub? I uh, do no.
1: I asked ask myself that. It was in a pub garden. I right. saw a place nowadays, you'd have a slide and loads of bark on the floor around the slide to stop the children getting hurt. In those days, the 80s, they didn't care about the children's mental welfare even. I no mean, Actually, I mean, until they killed the bird, it was quite good to have the monkeys. In there. They were only little ones. They weren't like big monkeys. They were just... Yeah. You know, the little chattering types you sort of see yeah, in chatter- Thailand or something?
0: Chatter, chatter. And they ripped the yeah. uh, uh, bird to shreds.
1: Yeah. I mean, have you ever seen a bird with no feathers on its wings? No. They look like long pink arms.
0: Yeah.
1: They're quite small birds once you take the feathers off them. And it was quite a sorrowful little creature when they finished with it.
0: And did it fly away afterwards just for the children listening? No, it
1: couldn't fly.
0: Right. Right.
1: It was just a little pink bag of sadness with little long bony arms
0: uh, if there are any uh, children listening um a happy ending
1: uh you got three ice poles or ice pops, I think they were called in that pub, uh. and soon after the death of the uh, bird they uh, they came round with them.
0: is there like a celebration here you
1: go, yeah, it wasn't related to I don't think anyone knew that the bird had died and all that, but I think it oh. came around at a certain time, and it just was that time.
0: You see, I, I thought my I thought was picturing the parents huddled around the pub window watching into some kind of ceremony.
1: When I tell people that, they probably, you know, you're quite right to think that there was some satanic sacrifice thing going on, but it wasn't. Hmm. It's was just life.
0: The, the, they'll call you, the, the, if there was a... The children of the monkeys and the bird.
1: Yeah. There was quite a few kids, a lot of kids left, because they went, I'm not watching this. You stayed? I stayed, and certain other kids did. We were transfixed in horror, but also it was like ancient wisdom, watching you just realise, like, this has gone on before and it will go on again. Mm. It goes on on every level. Just cruelty in nature and violence and
0: now I've, I've been doing a little, little bit of research on you and it's funny you, said, you say that, uh, that that ended that day but you you're then later at a uh, later age I do believe you, you uh, threw a chicken at a pig. Could you talk about that?
1: Yeah, I mean I'm going to come across badly if we just focus on this sort of stuff. Right. But yeah, that would have been at a later age. So maybe the monkey thing ruined me. Maybe I was trying to resettle things and let a bird get one over on another another animal but then I you know, got it wrong, and he got... Basically, I pushed a chicken into a pig pen, and the pig crushed it to death with his body. Right. And... um
0: Are you, are you OK, Matt?
1: I don't know. Some days I think I am. But you, we always have our moments, don't we?
0: Lovely. We can wrap it up there.
1: Please don't um, broadcast any of this.
0: I'm afraid it's going to go out.
1: Okay, well, uh,
0: maybe
1: we could, you know, no. just uh, couch it in some lighter stuff.
0: I could put a, a funny little uh, music thing now at the end.
1: Put, yeah, put a gentle sort of wacky sort of sitcom bed under it so that people think, oh, he's just joking.
0: Right, that will that will play us out underneath. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, will you plug the podcast on your radio show with Russell Brand? You probably
1: won't. Yes, I will. Tell me what... Right. Just send me some sort of very brief sentence that you just want me to say. That's perfect for you, Dave.
0: Okay, I appreciate that. And uh, thanks, Matt Morgan, for coming on my show.
1: Thank you for having me. It's been
0: wonderful.
1: If you do have any sort of you know insight, or you sit up bolt upright in the night and you go, Ah, I know what's wrong with him. Let me know. I'll
0: send you a message. Thank you. Thanks, Matt, for being on the show this week. Wasn't that a spooky tale? Or two? And join me next week when we'll have another spooky guest on the podcast. But in the meantime, don't be scared of what goes bang in the night!